Hey there, this is Mark, and this is the Fierce Encouragement Podcast. I want to thank you for spending your time with me and tuning in to the new episode. If this is your first time and you haven't listened before, well, I am a coach and a consultant and help people one-on-one and in groups. But this podcast kind of reflects some of the findings that I've had in my own experience and that of my clients, that we have a difficult time sometimes with that negative voice or that sour inner dialogue that can kind of pull us down and think that we're less than. Even in some of the most successful people I've worked with, I still find kind of behind the scenes that they're still struggling to believe in themselves and kind of battle that fear and that doubt that kind of lingers in their hearts. And it can really sour our whole experience at work and in our relationships. So with this podcast, I simply want to share techniques and tools that are backed by science and ancient wisdom that can help people heal some of the trauma, set good boundaries for themselves, but most importantly, start to flourish and feel more at home in their head and between their ears because they're starting to encourage themselves and they see the positive things that can come from their life and kind of turn that corner, so to speak. So if that's what you're interested in, I appreciate you tuning in and taking the time to listen. And uh, yeah, let's get at today's subject. Now, I wanted to talk about the art and the practice and the use of habits in our lives, specifically the idea of tiny habits. Now, I learned this from B.J. Fogg's book of the same name, Tiny Habits, and it's one book that I still read the notes very frequently and a book that I, I studied a lot during my coaching, learning seminars and practices the last couple years. And it's one that I find that I use when I want to install a habit for myself, but also helping my clients install those habits that help them feel more at home in their life, uh, to improve their mindset, to improve their own habits that they want to get better at. But it is this uh, in parcel. When we adopt tiny habits, we have the chance to change our behaviors in an easier, more fluid way than if we were to take on a big habit all at once. I'm sure you have experience in this, maybe doing the New Year's resolution, promising yourself you're going to go to the gym five times a week, and then more than likely falling short on that goal or that vision. Tiny Habits kind of goes to the opposite direction of that. Instead of buying the gym membership and having to show up five times a week, can we just make a commitment to exercising for three minutes a day? Can we even just simply do a push-up before we use the restroom? which I think was B.J. Fogg's uh, habit that he wanted to install in the book that he shared. So it is kind of keeping these habits, these tiny habits, almost ridiculously small and silly, but something that we can do every day. It kind of counters that overactive mind that says, no matter what habit we want to install, I don't have enough time to do that. It helps that overwhelm or overworked part of our mind be like, well, you really can't complain. There's no reason why you can't sit for 60 seconds and do your meditation or that you can't practice that one silly tiny habit that connects you to what you want to bring forth in your life, whether it be exercise or journaling or better relationships. So the idea of tiny habits is simply that, keeping it ridiculously small, keeping it something that we can repeat every day, and then practicing, knowing that we're going to fall short and maybe even miss 
and being curious about why we have. And the great part of it is that it's a tiny habit. Even if we do miss, we have a chance to wonder or look at why we did and then get back at it right away today, maybe even in the next few minutes. So tiny habits speaks to me in that way, and it speaks to that of my clients, and I've seen the change and the metamorphosis in them, also in myself, especially with my meditation practice. So if we kind of look at the anatomy of a habit, as explained by B.J. Fogg in his book, and one of the tools or the ways of looking that I pulled out from the book and still use with my clients is this anatomy of a habit, the ABC of installing a good habit. Now, we want to create these habits that kind of run on autopilot. We want to get these modes kind of working in our lives where we're doing the right thing without even having to think about it too much. And the ABC method really helps ground this into reality and makes it permanent in our life if we practice this way. So the ABC method is simply this. First, we have the A, which is we anchor we anchor that habit to something we already have or an action that we have installed in our day. So one example for me is when I wake up in the morning, I go brew my coffee and that's my anchor. As soon as I start brewing the coffee, I know that my next action or my next behavior, which is the B portion, we have the anchor, which is me setting up my coffee machine. The B is the behavior. For me, that's my meditation practice. And then the C, is the celebration at the end. It's taking that time to shine a light on why I'm doing this, why it's great, why I'm happy, and I kind of viscerally celebrate and get uh, fiercely encouraged myself after I get done with that habit. So when we take the time to install our habits with this ABC method, this anchor behavior and then celebration, we can start to create a more resonant reason why we're doing the habits and then when we keep it tiny and simple and almost ridiculously small we can start to ride the wave of consistently showing up and get excited and plug into it more this is a beautiful tool so look at what you've been trying to install perhaps in this new month in the new year see where you might have fallen short in creating perhaps too big of goals or targets and tune it back. How can I make this a tiny, repeatable, consistent habit? And how can I anchor it to something that I'm already doing? When we do this, we have a better chance of that habit being installed in our life. Now, one thing that I've found and I find in myself and that of my clients is sometimes we start to practice this habit and this method and we'll naturally, it, it'll fall to the side. We'll you know, have that resistance come up and we'll push back that we don't have enough time for this. Again, that's why we keep it small, almost laughably small and repeatable so we can even do it in a minute or two every day and keep that consistency up. But it's also really important to anchor it to that behavior where we want to plug in that habit. I guess I wanted to share this too. When we install these habits and we might have some time where we spend with them and we find that we're not showing up, I think it's really important at that point to zoom out or back off and get really clear on why we want this habit. Sometimes we take on habits that, or I'm sorry, we, we want to take on habits that others might put on us or plan for us. Maybe they're teachers or parents or managers and bosses. 
no matter what, it's important to look at ourselves and connect it to the reason why, the purpose of why this habit is important to us. Sometimes we can have a difficult time showing up with our habits when they aren't connected to our purpose, when they aren't plugged into our why, and then we miss on those habits. This is a great tool when we keep it small and kind of anchor it to that behavior, we can tar- start inspecting why. Can we really celebrate it at the end? Is it something that helps us? Is it something that pulls us closer to the person we want to be? Or maybe this habit is something that we've taken on from society or the people around us. So it's a wonderful way to inspect how these habits kind of plug into us and how they resonate with our deeper purpose and deeper meaning. I loved looking, as I was researching the idea of habits, looking at what the word habit and where it came from. In the 13th century, uh, from the etymology I looked at, it talked about the garments usually worn by religious people. So the habit would be that outer garment and the one that would face the world so people could identify them. In the 14th century, I believe, it started to be more about the habits or those internal characteristics that you carry around with yourself. I find it just fascinating and interesting in that way. It's almost like those invisible garments that we carry with us, but they're found out through time and space. So if somebody has a habit of being angry or if somebody has a habit of helping clean up around the house, these things become us in a sense People know that about us. So our habits are still those external facing things that people identify with us and people see. I just found that very profound in the sense that our habits are what people view us in. They are the external markings of our character. And what better way to show up more of an encourager than to have that habit of self-encouragement, to have that fierce encouragement. So I guess I throw that back at you, uh, dear listener. How can you make habits run more on autopilot in your life? What is important for your external garment and how we show up? And how can you use the anchor behavior and celebration, the ABC method, to get those tiny habits and install them next to your other behaviors that help them run on autopilot? Another great habit that I've taken on is just writing in the morning, taking that time before I turn on my phone, before I uh, address the world, is to reflect internally. It's been a profound practice, but one that is connected to my inner why and being a creator and helping people and dispelling my own doubt around what I'm doing. But the habit of being patient and letting create creativity come into my day has really helped me in so many ways. I know the habit of journaling and meditation and prayer has helped my clients connect to that deeper meaning and that deeper purpose and that deeper why as well. So to kind of go back to the beginning, we have so much noise coming from without, from society at large, from our jobs, from our relationships, And then inside, we can often have a negative or sour mindset, and inner dialogue is very poor. So maybe the habit of catching ourselves being negative 
and installing a new mode of being and being patient with ourselves and encouraging ourselves, knowing that thinking is not going to bring us 100% out of our despondency or our difficulties, but it's going to make it a lot better if we kind of start to tune in to how we can feel and how we can heal and how we can listen more intently on what we need. But most importantly, to build up those habits that serve us, good habits around exercise and movement, good habits with our diet, and obviously good habits with our relationships and being patient and present and aware. Habits, and especially this tiny habits concept, is a great way to help deal with the overwhelm that we might have in our lives as well. So whether you're a student or a new parent or starting a new job, when we kind of look at the landscape, it can it can overwhelm us and we can almost be frozen uh, to the point of no action. Tiny Habits to me speaks to this as well. Make small, deliberate actions every day to get better. It might be cleaning up your email inbox for two minutes before you leave for work. It might be some other action that's going to help you clean up a part of your life and get better and more consistent. When we take the view of tiny habits as serving us instead of thinking that we need to get it all done at once, this mindset shift really allows us to just take small bites out of it every day. To be consistent for two or three minutes a day is much better than forcing ourselves to work hard on it for three hours once a month. Tiny, small habits build up the momentum that gives our mind a break and we decide to show up before the moment comes. I've found that tiny habits have been really impactful in my own life and my own practice in this way. And I simply want to share this tool with you. It helps with overwhelm. It helps when we take on too much and take too much of a bite out of the projects we want to have. And most importantly, tiny habits make life approachable and make our projects approachable thinking about them, breaking them down into the smallest component. Take some time to do that with your own habits that you want to install. If you've given up on your New Year's resolutions, it being the last week of January, it can be frustrating. We can kind of give up and think that we're a failure, but it's not a personal problem. It's a systems problem. So use this ABC method of anchoring, of connecting it to the behavior and celebrating and see how you can make and feel more flourishing and more connected to the habits that you want to bring into your life. And once again, my name is Mark. I am a life coach and consultant. I help people take those next steps in creating a foundation and have those transformational habits that will inspire and resonate throughout their lives. If you find this inspiring, for a limited time here in January of 2024, I will spend an hour with you listening and reflecting on what your personal projects are and give you an individualized plan for your own change and for your own habit installation. If this sounds interesting, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear what you're working on. I'd love to connect. You can reach me at markwalkercoach.com. Again, I'll help you design and plan better habits, install them, and you'll walk away from our session feeling like you're ready to take on the world. 
Thank you for tuning in to Fierce Encouragement. I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode on tiny habits. What can you take away from this? What was your main takeaway? How are you going to install it in your day? And how can you use tiny habits and tiny steps as a methodology towards opening up those bigger habits and those bigger lifestyles and routines that you want to plug in? Appreciate you. Thanks for your time. I hope you're doing well and catch you on the next episode. Take care now. Bye.